0: Get you don't want someone who love you instead I guess not though blame disrespect you nothing like the n- I met talk to me crazy and you quick to forget you even got me tripping you got me
1: Okay. All right, happy Monday, happy Monday. Hope you guys had a wonderful weekend in this lovely warm, warm, warm weather we're having here in Indianapolis. Um, how are you, Renata?
2: I am doing all right.
1: Yeah, I'm good.
2: <laughs> I had to think about it. <laughs> you got to think about it? <laughs> I had to think about it. has been a, a last week was an interesting week, so um, some challenges, some pluses, some mediocre stuff. So, How about you? Mediocre
1: stuff. Mediocre <laughs> stuff. I don't know what mediocre stuff is, but okay.
2: So when I say mediocre stuff, it was being that was just like they weren't necessarily super good or super bad. They were just kind of like in the middle.
1: I understand.
2: I mean, this last week has been kind of interesting for all of us. Uh,
1: so, how are you guys doing? Well, I'm good, you know. Same old, same old, dealing with family dramas, and people get on with last cotton-picking nerves, and Trying to balance my life and trying to not uh, go mentally unstable because it's it's coming. I feel it. I feel my snap coming. I don't want to snap, but I feel like my postal worker snap is coming. I don't own a gun, so I won't be shooting up <laughs> nothing. So, oh. <laughs> but I feel my postal worker snap coming.
2: Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. And we have a special guest who will be anonymous. But guest, how are you feeling today?
1: My anonymous guest, how are you feeling? Oh, anonymous guest, <laughs> uh, I am. I'm here. I'm here. I'm awake. I'm breathing. The Lord woke me for another day. Praise Him. Amen. 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 <laughs> Always a plus. So that that just it reminds me that the topic of today is mental health during COVID. We're doing a mental health checkup and um, basically trying to see how everybody's doing because it's clearly at this time, a lot of people are struggling. I, I'm going to be one of them. I'll <laughs> be one of them. Anonymous <laughs> guests is definitely
2: one Anonymous of them. Anonymous guest is one of them. <laughs> and not even through, just through COVID. Just through, there's a lot going on in our world right now. Not I can't even say that. Our city, our state, our country, just the entire world. So it's just kind of doing a mental check-in with, how is everyone dealing with stuff?
1: I mean, I, I I don't even watch the news anymore just because I get so upset and depressed about it. Because it's it's crazy to me how like nobody uh, I'm not gonna say nobody. Most people are not loving each other. Most people are very vindictive, very very backstabby and and mm-hmm. exposing stuff that don't even need to be exposed. Very two faced. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean it's heavy. Every day is heavy. I think that is a mm-hmm. I think that was probably be the most fair statement. So even if you avoid the news and you're on social media or wherever you're at, you still feel the heaviness, especially, you know, I I can say for myself, I hold people's emotions inside of me on top of mine. So then it I can say that I've been heavy for a very long time. Mm.
2: And so, kind of, with that level of heaviness and just kind of trying to figure life out during this difficult time, kind of, what have you two been doing or trying to do? to,
1: To basically deal with the heavy. I mean, that's 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 a hard question. <laughs> I mean, so, of course, I mean, you come and go to a prayer, but then at the same time, and then, of course, talking to friends and family, I mean, I think communication is number one, so when you're having that bad day, when you're having a heavier day than normal, or you're having, you know, something go on in your life that just kind of feels like it's just striking a little bit harder than the rest of the days. I feel like communication and being open and clear with everyone, I think that that is very key into making sure that you stay in a good space, in a good headspace, mm-hmm. and that heaviness don't turn into a bad headspace. But um, to maintain the heaviness every day, it, that, that's, that's, that's a great question. Besides prayer and, and talking to some friends and some family, I mean, there's no real routine, there's no real um, thing that I personally have been doing, and I don't, I mean, I feel like being a caregiver and and the job that I have and the things that I got going on, I forget a lot of times personally that I need a routine of clearing my head. So then it gets real Mm -hmm. bad some days. Does that make sense? That does. It can.
2: Athena, what about you? Do you feel like you struggling because you also are a caregiver so do you feel like that's a struggle with trying to be a caregiver word
1: yeah Hell yeah. <laughs> H-P-L-L- yeah and I know we can say what we want to say on the show but the Lord have mercy I have had so many thoughts run through my head <laughs> I have like now I had to uh, I had to leave my grandmother for a moment to come record the show and 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 be a part of some other people's lives other than being in my house because my house is not my sanctuary anymore, Mm -hmm. and it's so become a place I don't even want to go to, and that's never been my thing because I've always wanted my house to be my sanctuary. so now, Mm -hmm. that it's not my sanctuary, it's pissing me off. (laughs) And it's hard to deal. It is so hard to deal. It is like I try to give my daughter some time because, like, she's been gone all weekend. She said she's not coming home for another day. She's gonna stay gone another day just so she can keep her mental health. I was like, "You do what you gotta do, you know." Because technically, I signed us up for this, and you know, she's young, and I don't want her to feel like I felt my whole life—like I have to take care of my grandmother, but. I definitely, I'm feeling a brunt because I'm the one who can't run away, mm-hmm. and so you don't get a break. I never get no break. No break, so I just kind of forcefully take my break. I like today. I put my grandmother in the bed and said, "I'll be back," you know, because I got to do something. And I put her in the bed, and she's in the bed. Hopefully, she stays in the bed and don't try because last week she had a tumble, and uh, mm-hmm. and it was to me, it was a serious allegation, you know, serious situation. But her power of attorney, a.k.a. the golden child, didn't think it was uh, imperative for her to go get checked out. Excuse me, go get checked out because she felt like, oh, she's fine. Her vitals are fine. She's breathing fine. I'm like, but she's on a blood thinner, and if she hit herself hard enough, she could have some internal bleeding. I said, well, you know what? At the end of the day, I said, I'm going to let it go because if she leaves here within the next week, I'm be like, look, that was your decision. Mm-hmm. You decided that you didn't want your mama to go. She decided she didn't want to. Only reason why she didn't go was because she had to sign some papers from Crown Hill to start prepaying for something she didn't need to. And I'm like, are you people serious? So hell yeah, this Wait, is a I, difficult time for me because <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm over it. To the O, to the B, to the E, to the R. And the one in your circle except for, like, the people who can't really do anything about it for you, can't really change the situation. They have no idea what you're going through. Heck no. And it's made me dislike my mother even more. So this time in mental health, my mental health is shot. (laughs) It's completely shot because I'm not doing the things that I encourage other people to do. Mm -hmm. And I'm not doing the Mm -hmm. things I know I should do. And I am also taking on other people's stuff and then on top of taking on other people's stuff i'm not dealing with my own stuff and it's making me mentally stressed out Mm -hmm. and so uh my unhealthy behavior is definitely turning to my wine but (laughs) (laughs) as i take a sip as we speak but you know it's just right now it's like even though I co-own a mental health practice, I am not, and I will tell you, Renata, I am not practicing nothing. You have taught me. I'm so sorry. I know. <laughs> I, know. I know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I think all those things <laughs> that you know how to give advice on, like I can give advice all day, every day, and I can be in your corner all day, every day. But then when it when it reflects onto yourself, those caregivers, those empath- people, those empathetic people who feel everyone else's pain, you don't. You forget those key points where you need to go, and you just absorb everything yourself. Girl. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. there with you. Yes, Anonymous. <laughs> yes. Yes, Anonymous. Yes. I understand and feel you 100%. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right there. So... Back to you, Renata, because I'm going to get on my Renata, how are you dealing with today's society and the issues that are occurring, whether it's in your family, social, or anything else? How are you? Yeah, how are you doing?
2: Well, um, I've been a little bit all over the place uh, since this all started, Um, partly because I shouldn't say obviously. Um, as most therapists have been saying, my caseload exploded. Um, so there was a time during this where I was literally working 14-hour days, multiple days a week. Um, and so now it's kind of leveling out, but I'm still seeing, like, on average, about uh, 11 clients a day. Um, I have I've gotten a lot of therapists as clients, and some of them are talking about they have like sixty clients that they're trying to see a week, um, just just a lot. A lot of them are working five to six days a week. Um, some are working seven. Um, just it's just a lot. And then just to kind of, I mean, on a on a very basic level, my job is to listen to hear people, listen to people's problems all day, um, which I think most people do not enjoy doing that. Um, I enjoy doing it, but unless I feel like unless you're a therapist or you work in that realm, most people would say I don't like listening to people's problems all day. So I'm I'm constantly on a roller coaster emotionally all day. So I've been, tireder than usual. Um, I don't necessarily have to care give for anyone specifically. Um, just kind of like my clients manage family stuff. Um, I mean, but so overall, I'm okay. Um, I've been doing my best to be better at self-care. So going to doctor's appointment to get all that set up, try to take better care of my finances since I don't have to spend as much money since we've been in the house. <laughs> um, checking on people. Uh, what else? I'm trying, the thing that I'm, I'm sucking at is sleeping. I don't think I'm getting enough rest. Um, but I would say overall... <laughs>
1: Uh, the word is rest. We don't really know what that is. Can you tell me what rest is? <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, it's so that like, thing that we're supposed
2: to do, you know. For at least eight hours. Oh, eight? Yeah. It's, is it? You know, whatever yeah. it is. It depends on what your body needs. <laughs> oh,
1: okay. Listen, Linda, I what mean what you get. is two separate things Right. what I'm hearing. I ain't seen eight hours in a long time. <laughs> it's been a long time.
2: Well, and the thing is, some people don't need eight hours per se. Um, I mean, but I know some people are like, I get 10 hours of sleep. And I'm like, how? Wow, that's impressive. Um, I'm doing good if I get like, for example, there were four nights this week that the earliest I went to bed was like 2.30 in the morning. Um, so obviously I was quite tired. And then had to get up and start my work day at 8 a.m. Um, so... Luckily, I had, you said jealous? Yeah,
1: yeah. I think another thing, too, is that when you are so involved and you're so caught up in everything, when everybody else in the house is asleep, you stay awake. At least I'll speak for myself. I don't know. I'll speak for myself. I stay awake because that's the only time I get by myself. To like, i get that. <laughs> so I'll stay awake when I know my body needs to be asleep, and I'll just stay awake in order to get those moments of sleep. Of me. I've done that that too. but I've I've definitely have had to like walk away because as much as I want to spend time with my grandson, as much as I want to hang out with my daughter, as much as I sometimes want to hang out with my grandmother, I still be like, you know what, I'm going to my room. And I feel like I'm putting myself on punishment by going to my room. I shouldn't have to go to my room, but um, I I put myself on punishment a few times this week, (laughs) this last week, because I was like, okay. Uh, <laughs> if I want to get a moment to myself, mm. I've got to go to my room. And I mm. I can't walk around the house in my like I want to or, 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 or my birthday suit like That's I want to. Anymore. No, it's definitely not my spot no more. It's like I've lost my, my home and I keep telling those, the golden child and the demon child, that I need some space, you know. <laughs> and, of course, I get told that, you know, well, we we're working on it. I'm like, I don't know what working on it means, but okay, okay. Um and you know the demon child always trying to make me feel like I'm not doing enough and uh tries to throw up in my face when she lives with my grandmother and she's not and she did so much by herself. And it's it's so comical cuz it's just like I just don't understand how people formulate their own uh, ideas in their head so then I don't have a place to rest. I don't have a place to get away because no sooner than I go to my room, a Tyler busts in my room, <laughs> <laughs> and, and he's like, hey, you know, love me right now. And I can't turn him away because he's too little to know that I need my time, and so I'll give him some time. And then, of course, then my child comes in my room, so I was like, how do you find rest mm-hmm. when you have a house full of people who don't respect your rest? <laughs> like, who don't respect your space, your time? And when I get mad and flip out, then they want to be like, well, you're having a PMS moment. I'm like, for real? I'm not PMSing. I'm just asking for my self-care time. And and, and I had to do that, what, a week ago? And Michaela was like, "Well, oh, dang, mommy. You had to say it like that. And I'm like, well, dude, I just need a moment. I just mm-hmm. said, I need a moment. And you would not give me a moment. You got comfortable on my bed. And I'm like, girl, you know I don't like people in my space. If I can help it, If she did it, and I was like, "Okay, I snap." <laughs> she did it. When she got on my, she got on my bed and wrapped up in a blanket. I was like, "Oh, it's time for you to go. I need my, I need a moment." And I snapped. That's why I know I'm not handling this mentally right now because I'm like, usually mm-hmm. I'd be like, "Y'all yeah, come in here and chill for a moment because I know y'all ain't gonna stay long." <laughs> but this particular day, she made me so angry, and I was just like, and it wasn't nothing that she did. It's just like I left from downstairs to get a moment. I said, I'm going upstairs, I'll be in my room, leave me alone, and then here she comes in my room. (laughs) I was just like, oh my dang, seriously, give me my (laughs) moment." So I know I'm about to snap. So, Madam Therapist, can you tell me what to do to get, besides leaving the house, because I don't feel like I should always have to leave my house, if I pay for this bad boy, I need to be in this bad boy sometimes. So, Madam Therapist, can you give me some pointers on how to handle my stress level, especially during this craziness that we're enduring right now? So, the fun, the blessing of
2: COVID, (laughs) the challenge is when you're in such tight quarters, it does make it, it it difficult to implement your boundaries. And so I guess my first question to you is kind of what are the boundaries that you have set and do they need to be tweaked, do they need to be modified, um, what can be done?
1: Um, for me, I have not really set, I guess I haven't set good enough boundaries because no matter what, uh, I, I guess... Because my child is so used to it being just us. Yeah. And mm-hmm. landing so used to it being just us, they don't understand what I mean by leave me alone because usually when I say I'm going to my room they know they can come in for a little while and then they gotta go. But now it seems like because my daughter's running away from my grandmother Landon's running away from my grandma. <laughs> running to you. They're all running to me. And I'm like, okay, people. I need my moment. That's why sometimes I take the long way home or I drive slow. But I'm like, I just need a moment to the <laughs> mix. And I understand Michaela needs a moment, too, because she's not used to being a full-time caregiver of two not not toddlers. one, but two. Yeah, yeah, it's basically two toddlers mm-hmm. because it's the same situation: two diapers. You know, two sets of diapers, two sets of food being made, you know, she's being a, a mother of two, basically. So I I reminded her that she don't want to have another baby um, because this is how it's going to be, but worse. Yep. works. So and she said, oh, I want more kids, I said, well, keep that in mind. Maybe this was a blessing in disguise, actually. It, it taught her not to want another kid. And that's true. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, okay. but yeah. you said what? I said it could be. I hope so. Cause I I'm fine with being a grandmother of one. I will love my grandson. You know, if she get married, I'm not okay with that. Uh, okay, listen, anonymous, <laughs> you can't chime in. Anonymous is not okay with me being a grandmother of one, but I am. I'm totally fine with that. Uh,
3: unless
1: unless she gets married and she moves out of my house. She had many that's kids fair. if she wants that's to, but fair. she married outside of my house. I don't my care. That's perfect. She can I pop do. out a whole litter if she wants to. But yeah, <laughs> at the end of the day, because that, that's still, I will get my grandbabies when I feel like it. I'm still young. I'm going to be Stella. get my groove back sometime soon. 2021. Yeah, 2021 is going to be my year. I'm getting get my groove back. On the boat. I'm going to find me a 50- or less-year-old man who knows how to fix <laughs> some things. Okay. one for you. <laughs> Not the one Anonymous tried to get. Okay, i would tell you that after break because break time's coming, like, real quick. oh <laughs> so, Yeah. I was going to say we're going to take a break. <laughs> yeah, we are because Anonymous tried it. She really tried it. So we'll talk about that. We'll come back. So, yeah, yeah, we'll be right back with uh, yeah, power Hour real quick. We'll be back.
3: Rabbit's be running around telling shark tales I was trying to make a flip When y'all was doing cartwheels The pursuit of happiness I was rock bottom Now I'm out spending large bills And I got a shorty who's stuck in a bubble But I'm still in love with her hustle Her body banging But she don't stop talking I wish that she come with a muzzle I don't know if I'm in love with the pieces Or I'm just in love with the puzzle But I had to leave her Cause I know these girls these days Ain't nothing but trouble I know I'm the one Damn it I made it I look what I done I feel like I'm dreaming I come my blessings. I'm really elated. I know I am legend. I wanted to make it. I know that it's real. I hope they look up to me like we used to look up the Phil. I know that you will. I lay a brick at a time for something I know I could build. That's how we leave an impression. Yes, I believe in expression. I got some secrets and weapons that might just leave a concussion. Give me three wishes. I think I'm Aladdin, but they ain't no genie to bless us. I ain't had nothing, just me and a my goals i did it with pride ain't nothing worse than losing your hero and couldn't say bye and we never know just when it's our time and legends are gone and we don't know why so before they go look here go a toast so give them a rose while they still alive i'm feeling like will i feel like a prince i'm feeling myself i'm loaded with bills because i wasn't blessed with no uncle phil don't know how it feels i wanted to flex they told me to chill i'm making a flip my life is a flick. Mm. you don't try to build a wall. You don't start there. You say, I'm gonna lay this brick as perfectly as a brick can be laid. You do that every single day. And soon you have a wall. And soon you have a a wall. wall.
0: JQLM Radio presents Lunch Money Mondays brought to you by our sponsors. Tune in every Monday at 1230 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for a chance to win $10 towards your lunch on us. Call in at 317-886-0296 at the appropriate time and answer the question of the day. Answer correctly, and the $10 is all yours. So listen often throughout the week for hidden answers. Lunch Money Mondays, 1230 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on JQLM Radio, a division of Ego Entertainment Network.
1: So we so we're back. Uh, and uh and basically uh um, I will tell you this real quick and I'll get back to what you asked me, but anonymous was at a store and this um person tried to speak to her and she was like, Huh, you might be good for my sister because you op-, because I opened my mouth and said, I wanna date somebody fifty or between the age of Forty and fifty. I he think that's a good a over fifty. He was way over. According to right. the he had all his teeth. They were straight and white. So that's there it is, right? Oh, that could have been veneers. Uh, but then his line what was his line? His line was uh it was uh hey girl, are you looking good? And you're a cutie pie. Cutie pie, cutie pie. And you're a cutie pie. That denotes that, was it. that denotes old when you say cutie pie. Unless you're talking about uh my sister's dog. You know. Anonymous don't know nothing about my sister's dog, but but neither here nor there. Um she thought that was a good idea, so that will help you mental in, in the times of environmental listen, change. I ain't got time to be dealing with somebody on the way to the grave, and cause I have. What he's doing? That'll I mean, be got life no, You're done. that'll be three kids I'd take care of. Cause <laughs> guess what? That old man probably going to need some depends too. I ain't got time. I ain't got time. So see, that be she's adding to my stress. I need somebody who probably trains, <laughs> <laughs> who who, 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 who goes. <laughs> <I understand>. <laughs> Who goes to the doctor frequently, who knows all his ailments, and we ain't going to have no surprises. Oh, I'm, trying, I'm just saying, I can't deal with no more diapers right now. Now, if we married for 20 years and he gets the diapers, that's different. Nah, to let her know that's some good mental therapy right there. Listen, not to take care of nobody else's old man problem. I can't do nobody else's grandpa. I already got my grandpa <laughs> That's asking my mental health. It's <laughs> so no, boundaries have not been set because Anonymous didn't know the boundary <laughs> of if she going to play matchmaker, you're not going through the grave first. Because I already deal with somebody got one toe in right now. I can't do shoe. I'm so trying to make this one all right now. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. We got sidetracked. It's it's we got sidetracked. The answer is, I don't think I've set clear boundaries still, we talked okay. about this a few months ago yes. and I still ain't set the boundaries, so I'ma set the boundaries with anonymous so she knows not to go over 50. <laughs> <laughs> and if she sees anybody else who may be a nice friend for her, anonymous friend, then- I got, then I got that Yeah, he got all his teeth and he has his own car and he has his own home. Oh. I'm sure he had his own car, but he, yeah, his keys. Were, oh my gosh, so he's a janitor type dude. <laughs> oh, you know what? He might have been able to fix some stuff. So that that you know what? Yes. Yeah. But anyway, we'll get back uh, on subject. Uh, all right, sorry. <laughs> all right. We apologize. We apologize. It's the wine. It's okay. the wine. So I I will say, Miss Therapist, <laughs> go give me advice on this one right here, and this is for everyone else too. So, Sina got a whole different way. So she she might somewhat as her words said, lash out when she's overwhelmed or too many people in her space. So personally, me and myself, I, I, uh, I, in, inner? Give me, give me the words that I need. Internalize? I internalize. And then I personally feel like I'm failing as the mother, as the wife, as the caregiver, as the, the taker, you know, as the person, as the friend, as the sister, as the everything. So I personally feel like internally I'm failing. So for those who also have that moment, I mean, there's no real boundaries that I need to set, right? I mean, it's not a boundary issue. That's more of a personal issue. So I, I take it personally, and I think... That I'm failing as a person because I can't keep this going and this going and this going, and I can't keep all twelve irons in the fire at one time because I'm used to handling all twelve irons in the fire at one time, and I'm successful with it. But now I'm overwhelmed. I can't take it. I'm failing. So then, so my, my question sh- to you is:
2: Why do you feel? The way. <laughs> <laughs> said the
1: question,
2: the question. My question to you will be: Why do you feel the need to take on everybody else's stuff?
1: That's what I do. That's what, what I do. So you're saying going. you're you're used to it. Oh, absolutely. From teenager on. Absolutely. People well, come to me, just I'm because the you're used to, just because you know, i something that doesn't make it okay. Well, and I feel like other folks may feel sometimes the same way, you know, you're you're used to you're used to being the person who can change things. And when you can't change things all the time, then it can affect you internally. Does that make sense? So are you helping or
2: or enabling? Ooh. Okay.
1: <laughs> <All right. laughs> Uh-oh. Uh oh. that's probably a little bit of both. Okay. I'll
2: be that's both. That's both. Okay. That's both. So the, then my advice okay. to you would be
0: like enable
1: uh oh. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, but no, 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 no. Go ahead, go ahead. So I was gonna say, so then the helping spirit feels like if you're not enabling, then you're not helping, right? Like the then that person is gonna suffer to a certain extent and I don't want no one suffering just like right now with COVID and and all of the racial tension that's going on right now. I want to change this shit. Like I want to ch- I want to fix this. Like I want to fix this and I wanna fix it now. I can't fix this, and I can't fix this now. But then I, I, I internalize that, and I say, "Okay, so what am I doing wrong? Why come I can't fix this? Why can't I? Why can't I take care of this? Because it's like four hundred plus years of crap That's bullshit. Because we're <laughs> yeah, all—I yeah, yeah, yeah. mean, here's, here's the whole thing in my brain is I know it's four hundred years of crap, but when are people going to wake up?" When are they gonna realize that? I'm sorry. <laughs> I was about to say something. I don't know if I can say it because <laughs> I don't know what your audience is. But I, I will. I will say. When will the privileged understand that they're privileged? And so the same thing. And 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 for me, that takes on a personal value because of Caucasian Matter, you sit here and you want to change things and you want to fix things because you don't feel the same way these dumbasses are thinking. So then I internalize that. Like, how can I get this person to think this way? How can I get this person to change this? Or, you know, I internalize. I'm an internalizer. Internalization.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So a couple things came to mind. Uh, I'm going to try to go backwards with what was coming up. So... One, part of your challenge is going to be is you're going to have to stop enabling, which I don't expect you to change it overnight because you've been doing it for a very long time. Because the reality is when you enable, you don't help. You just, you just kind of like the sidekick to their issue. Um, so that's going to be a boundary that you have to work on is stop enabling because you're not fixing anything. You're putting a Band-Aid on something that means surgery. Two... Um, the thing that came to mind, because I know that you are a woman of faith, did Jesus enable or did Jesus help? Oh, okay.
1: Okay, Renata. and number two. Right number two. <laughs> right. I feel so, and,
2: that. And I get it. I, I get I it because Lord knows I, I, I'm a recovery and people pleaser. So I have to remind yeah. myself that absolutely. Absolutely. I'm not Jesus. I'm supposed to be helping. So what what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to be planting seeds, watering seeds? How am I supposed to nurture? But I don't have to take over because there might mm-hmm. be a. I could be I could be prolonging someone's journey because I'm trying to take care of it for them.
1: Okay, all right, you're. You're two and a half now. <laughs> two point five. You're at 2.5. So for example, for example, <laughs> if. <laughs>
2: If I know that your job is to learn how to cut the grass and every time I come over I cut the grass for you, you won't learn it. Like, you'll visually see it, but you haven't physically done it. Right.
1: Okay. But there are some people so, in the world who will let you keep teaching them forever just so they don't have to do it. There. But they're making you think that they're learning, but they're internal. They're and, and yeah, the opposite. They're actually just having you do it for them. So, sure. Sure. which I have a Q like so. and a in my life so yeah I feel that but the reality is well, if if I know
2: that every time I have a problem you're gonna jump in to fix it why would I well I, wanna, I,
1: know. I want to I, I want to fix that because I feel like that's why I'm here I'm
2: here to help I'm a help I know person. I'm but I'm saying I'm anonymous if you were always my problems why would I if I know you're gonna
1: and I, me. So, I definitely run into that in my family because my mm-hmm. mother is one mm-hmm. as long as i was come do it she will never do a thing and that I think that's the yeah. problem that bothers me because she's quick to throw the bible in my face talking about you know honor your mother your days will be long but you don't do your job as a daughter because you're still a daughter mm-hmm. you have one parent left you're still a daughter, but because you know Athena will jump in and do it, she never does anything, and then she wants to come back and bring back something that she did once or twice two years ago. Oh, well, I gave her a bath two years ago. Yeah. What has to do with right today? You're not giving her a bath now. I went grocery shopping five years ago, <laughs> but what does it have to do with right now? So how do you change that dynamic? Cause I mean, well, I don't know if that's necessarily enabling or if that's just trying to follow into what the Bible says you're supposed to do with your parents. You know, you can't, you can't, you ain't supposed to, uh, combat what they say, but you're not supposed to enable them or make them think that they're right all the time. Because yeah. it's like, in my situation, I've, enabled my mother but in the other ways I've been like I've stood up to her and said no you're wrong but Thanks. then when I say I'm Thanks. wrong when I tell her she's wrong I get beat over the head with biblically you're wrong because you need to do what I tell you to do mm-hmm. because that's honoring me so how do you handle that because it's like me and Anonymous both have had that problem with our parents who doesn't know how to parent and, okay. and really shouldn't have been a parent. <laughs> Probably shouldn't have been a parent. And then we'll hold that over your head the whole doggone time that you're born because you really shouldn't have been here. Yes. And they wasn't ready. Yeah. I mean, my mother, tell, if she forgets that she told me that she was going to get an abortion, but it was too late. And, that's, and then she then she forgets that. And that's in the back of my mind. So I was like, okay, well, you didn't want me anyway, so why am I listening to you again? So And then <laughs> I feel like you try so very hard. At least I'll say this for me, and I, I feel like I can say this for you, for you too. And I feel like when people are in this situation, when they have that over their head and they have all this tension and all this hurt and all this pain over their head, they try so hard to be the opposite of who they was raised by or who they was around or who, who birthed them or whoever, whatever the case is, you try so hard to be the opposite, but at the same time you're trying so hard to be the opposite, you, you lose your peace because you're trying to be, you're, you're trying to be that caregiver, you're trying to be that, that caretaker, you're trying to be that person to fix these issues and these problems because you don't want to turn into the person that despises you.
2: Mm-hmm. For,
1: being for being born, born a choice that we had nothing to do That's with, had it. nothing to do with, That's you know, and, and and you know what, and, and side note, I do commend the parents to mm-hmm. actually give kids up for adoption and actually make that choice That's because right. they know I ain't no good, I'm not going to be no good at this, so I'm going to try to get that out or, or just not ready. Yeah, just I'm not, not ready. ready. You don't have either the financial means or the mental means or the the setup. To to do that, it takes such a strong person to give a child up for adoption. So that's, I agree. Mm -hmm. I I mean, I definitely commend it because it's like, you know, looking at my situation with my mother and her telling me that, and she all of a sudden forgets she told me that. I'm like, I'm not going to make this shit up, but okay. But, you know, being told that, and it's like, you could have easily gave me to somebody else. Mm -hmm. Hell, my auntie, who has passed away, who loved me more than my own mama, I think, you could have gave me to her. I'm sure she would have gladly took me on as her child, which she I, she did without adopting me, take me on in her, as her child. But I'm pretty sure she would have, nine times out of ten, would have said, L- make her mind. I'll tell her you her mama eventually, but this is my baby. And, you know, and if it wasn't for her, if it wasn't for my grandmother, I probably would have been in the system or been a statistic of some sort. Mm. So, you know, and that's part of the reason why I let my grandmother get away with so much stuff because she took me in and I let her come live with me because she took me in when I didn't have a mother who gave one, two cents about me. So, you know, how do people, like Melissa, or like the anonymous said, you know, how do you, with everything that's going on with COVID, with everything that's going around around us in the world, and being the caregiver and being the the enabler but not trying to be an enabler, how can you manage all this? Your because personal because it, it definitely gets to be very taxing. It definitely gets to be very stressful. And I'm trying not to flip out and go postal, but I feel it. <laughs> you know, I feel it coming. Because it's like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's coming.
2: So a few things came to mind. One, we can't control others' actions. We can only control our own actions. And so even with the situation of growing up with parents that weren't the best parents, honoring your parents doesn't mean don't have boundaries. You can still honor your parents and still put boundaries in place. So, for example, my story is a little bit different from you guys as far as my mother. Um, I grew up with a, a I feel like my mom was a great mom. Did my mom do stuff that heavily impacted me? Of course. (laughs) Absolutely. But with my mom, we've had to have several conversations about boundaries and what that looks like. And that included at one point me saying to her, if you can't respect this boundary, that means I can't be around you that often. And that meant I had to be willing to walk away if that's what that meant. So And, I, and I, I get it, that's a hard thing to say, but you can't put boundaries out there and then don't have consequences that you're willing to follow through. And so I get it when parents say, well, you're supposed to honor your mother and your father. Yes, you are. But honoring you doesn't mean I have to be your doormat. That doesn't mean that at all. I can, I can hold you accountable for your actions. I can do it in a respectful way. But that also means if I need to not be around you, if I just need to call and check on you periodically, if I have to limit conversations, like if I say, if you talk about X, got to get off the phone, no questions asked. Like we're not going to, it's not up for debate, it is what it is. So, I mean, I think a big part of that is having very strong boundaries with consequences that you're willing to follow up with. And I'm not going to sit here and pretend like it's easy because that's a hard thing to have to tell someone that you might not be able to be a part of my life if you can't respect me as a human. Because that's basically what you both of you are saying is, yes, you had some downfalls as a parent, but you still need to respect me as a human. I don't think any parent is ever ready to be a parent. I don't have children, but I feel like, I feel like each child is so different and so complicated that parenting is hard completely. Is that fair to say Do you? feel like because both of you have children, do you feel like that parenting is easy for you?
1: Of course, Heck yeah, it's absolutely, hard. and it's even harder when you are going through stuff your own self because then you got to really mm-hmm. remember to maintain being a mother and showing them that things are fine. So that's why I try to keep that open relationship, especially with my oldest child. I'll be like, "Look, today's a bad day. I'm having a bad mental day," and and let her know it's okay. Like, hell, I'm I'm not gonna lie. Right now, I've done broke down this morning. I was like, I don't know how much more I can take. Like, I'm going to be real. I don't know how much mm-hmm. more. And to keep that open relationship, especially, you know, that that dialogue open, I feel like it's important to do that with your children too so that they know that it's okay to be a human person, to be an actual adult, mm-hmm. to be a mother, to be a person. But, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to hell being a mother. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So, um, and I'm not, I'm not saying that this as an excuse, but imagine being a parent and you don't have tools to manage your own emotions. Like at least the two of you know how to emotionally regulate yourself. Yeah, I, I know, I know both of your parents. Well, not well, I know but, at least one of your parents, so I know that they don't necessarily regulate their emotions very well.
1: But people have understand. enabled them. You can say that for number two also because this 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 mother over here, my mother, she's the same. And I feel like that's the reason I, I give her. So I know. Leeway. <laughs> you know what I mean, I feel like that's why I give her so much leeway because she has no idea how to control it. She don't recognize the problem she has, although she's been diagnosed several times with several di- different issues. And on top of that, she now has an addiction. So it's like, how do you, you yeah, yeah, the shit is hard. <laughs> so we're going to take a quick break. We're going to take a quick break. We only got, what, nine minutes left in the show. So we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back and wrap it up. We might have to do part two because this is like, I mean, mental health right now. Oh, it's rough. It's real rough. It's rough. And especially with people who are, you know, in our... To in our yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll be right back. So, yeah. We'll continue this in just a few seconds. So, yeah, we'll be back. <laughs>
0: hey it's your girl lady J, host of the i'm possible radio show that's right i'm back y'all tune in every saturday morning from 9 a.m to 10 30 a.m eastern standard time right here on jqlm radio Download the JQLM Radio app on your Android or Apple devices or get JQLM Radio through the TuneIn Radio app or the stream a simple radio app. You can also listen live from our website at www.egoentertainmentnet.com or straight from our Facebook page. Just click on the Use App button. If you miss a show, download or subscribe on any of the podcast platforms. Spreaker, iHeart, Spotify, Deezer, CastBox, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and more. I'm possible. You're possible. We're all possible. Love y'all. Deuces.
1: Okay, so we're back. Um, yeah, so I mean, I know we got to wrap up the show, but yeah, we should do part two. I mean, because there's a lot to unpack here. Because I mean, in the grand scheme of things, we we anonymous and I have parents with addictions. We fought our whole lives to not have addictions, and we've done pretty good. We've not had addictions. Um, we have both had uh, abandonment issues, and we've both had children younger.
3: A lot of deaths uh,
1: in our families and um, things that have affected us, plus on top of trying to be a caregiver, you know, all the time and trying to be everybody's everything and trying to be strong when, in all actuality, we are not made to be as strong as we have been and and have how we've been made to be. And not knowing how to handle that. And so, you know, of course, we're both thankful that we know a therapist, a.k.a. Uh, Renata. Hello. That can talk us off the ledge. Uh, <laughs> and and I'll, I'll be 100%. If I did not find God when, I'm going to tell you right now, Fina is the one who, this this is a, a true, true story. And I've only shared this with her maybe once or twice, but it's a true story. So I was so down on my mental and so down on, on me, even being, I was a young mother. I was going through some things and I was just like, God, if you're real, this was when I was very young and I just had my daughter, my oldest daughter. And, and at that point I was like, God, I don't, I don't believe in you. (laughs) Like, I I don't think you're there because this shit is hard, but if you're there, let me know. And at that point, that's when Athena was like, well, why don't you come to church with me tomorrow? And from that point on, Had it not been for her intervening, just a simple invitation, that's what people don't understand. If it's on your heart, speak it. If it's on your mind, speak it. Because that one little thing that might mean nothing to you might be a life-changing sentence, a question, an invite, a something to someone who was going through some of the worst times of their lives. Had it not been for that one question, why don't you come to church with me tomorrow, I would honestly not be here because I had a plan. I had a letter, I done typed up the letter, I done wrote the letter out, I had a place for my daughter to go, I had everything laid out the way it needed to be, and that invite came and that switched me 100%. So so it's real. Mental health is real. You know, suicide awareness, it is real. It is, It mm-hmm. it's real and mild. Um, people who are empathetic people and caregiving people and always happy people those smiles can somewhat be deceiving so always 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 and this is just me coming <laughs> talking real always be genuine when you say how are you doing today like don't just let it just be a bullshit how are you doing today let it be real because that one simple question to you that might just be something off the top of your head could mean a life-changing thing. That's why I'm always smiling because I don't know who needs that smile. I don't know who needs that positivity. I don't know who needs that because had it not been for Athena and that one simple question, that was probably nothing to her, but it was my life to me. So that that got a little bit... Sorry. Well, I was just like, I like, the, I like the regular show. If she would have gone through with that, I would have killed her twice. So, um, just so she knows. Like, <laughs> just like doing that out there. I would have brought you back just to hurt you. again. Okay. But, <laughs> but, I mean, I, I've been told that several times before. Like, you never know what word can trigger somebody Absolutely. to change their life. And Absolutely. that's why sometimes I am intentional when I have conversation with people, and and um, you know, intentional about having that conversation with people, and um, and basically talking to them and, and having a genuine conversation, especially they say they're not okay. Mm-hmm. But it's it's so definitely I'll, something I've learned from Renata. Thank you, Renata. because I've learned to, you know, sometimes ask those questions and ask. Uh, or like if somebody looks like they really are needing to talk to actually have a conversation with them, um, because you never know what word can trigger. And, and you know when my anonymous guests have said that before, you know told me that story before. I've definitely been more intentional now, because um, when people say certain things, and I'll be like, okay, you really are reaching out for help, and or. Like this, you could be reaching out for help, but you don't know how. So just be more intentional with my words and say, okay, you need me. I'm going to talk to you. Um, I'm going to give you extra minute. You know, try to give you extra time if I need to because, you know, all about helping versus hurting.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And just to kind of touch a
2: little bit more on what we said, I guess I can wrap it up because I know you probably going to say, we almost out of time. <laughs> <laughs> so, one, the first thing that came to mind was when you mentioned, um, God, are you real? I think, um, and I've had to have this conversation with a, a few clients actually last week about, at the end of the day, if you are a person of faith, if you believe that God